I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Kyler Brown behind the glass taking care of us. Keep hitting us up on the Yates Boring Center chat line. Well, Gus, for just the 20th time, as we know, or I guess of what we know, just the 20th time since 1886, Puxatani Phil Uh-oh. didn't see his shadow, which means uh, early spring's coming. I saw a piece on the news last night um, that if Punxsutawney Phil just picked one, you know, just said, hey, every year it's going to be no shadow, no shadow, he would be more accurate than he is right now. So I'll have a word with him. Yeah, you know, it that, seems, seems uh, like he's not yeah, doing himself the, any favors. The the meteorological side of that, let's let's just take it for what it is, ceremonial. I bet if we lived there, we would make that a cool reason to drink beer on a whatever day, <laughs> right? I mean, wouldn't take you think? The day. Are you sure? At least at it like, and, and I know it happens. What like six thirty a.m. Right. Eastern time or way early? Still, you should get the day off if you're in that area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. I yeah. mean, it ends up being it's a party. A, yeah, it ends up being a day of fun and whatever else, and we're like, oh yeah, whatever. Ground. I mean, you know, but yeah, the 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 reason to. Did you know that there are uh, rejoice with the Groundhog Club? I don't know how you get into this club. Uh, there are other uh, groundhogs and various animals that do the same thing around the world that they've been dubbed imposters. You want to know some of them? See if, oh, I can, okay. see if I can get sure. these names right. In, yeah, uh, in Nova Scotia, okay. Shuba Nakati Sam. Mm. Okay, there's one imposter. Uh, Wharton Willie in Ontario. So <laughs> a lot of Canadian ones here, <laughs> I guess. Manitoba Merv. Uh, <laughs> I can't be right. Balzac Billy. That's how I'll pronounce <laughs> it in Alberta. Uh, and then other animals. How about Fufu the Hedgehog in Oregon? Cluxatani Henrietta, <laughs> the chicken in New York. Oh my god. <laughs> uh Pisca Penny, the squirrel in North Carolina. Scramble the duck in Connecticut. And I'll take you back to Nova Scotia, Lucy the Lobster. Okay. Uh I think I would trust Scramble the Duck as my second place, like where I would put my weather beliefs in yeah, if you were like, to yeah, an animal. No something about something that can maybe migrate a, that feels yeah, maybe a little more exactly. Maybe a bird that's that's up there sensing some things, maybe. Cluxitani Henrietta the chicken, that's the last place one. Not a chance. Maybe okay. the lobster. Or you know, you're just mostly underwater. Uh, Prairie, Prairie Dog Pete here in Lubbock. Is that a real one? Mm-hmm. That was from Team... I didn't know that. Uh, I thought that was the name of just the mascot. I didn't know there was a weather oh, I didn't, associated I was, with that. Yeah. yeah, there may be. Yeah, not that I'm aware of, but yeah, I yeah wouldn't argue with you if you said it. This said there is. 
Can we use it for a day off? <laughs> Can we yeah, use right. it for the That's same That's what I'm getting day? at. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> uh, let's go to tomorrow's matchup, Gus. 4 o'clock start time here on Double T 97.3. 5 o'clock tip at home against Cincinnati. Uh, of course, you have things just... I know you're coming off a loss, but I would still label it. You have things rolling in the right direction in conference play. Um, certainly some things to, to work on. You're not a perfect team by any means either. Um, but I, I like the opportunity, one, with you coming back to the USA um, and, and being back at home. Um, I, I also just think you're going to see a really, really good response coming off of a loss that ended up being, d- despite your mistakes at TCU, was still a close game. Which you're not yep, looking competitive, for. Sure. You're not looking for sunshine and rainbows. You're not looking for moral victories, but there is a positive in that, and, and that just goes with something that's been a storyline of this team, and, and that's you're never really out of a game. And we've seen this team go way down in games and find ways to come back and win them. Um, but I, I just I look at tomorrow's game and, and just think that you're going to have start to finish. Especially if you can have a similar start like you did to TCU. Again, there's positive. I'm probably your best start that you end up giving away. If you can have a start like that, I just don't think that this Cincinnati team uh, is built to score a bunch of points. I mean, they're a defensive team. They like playing gritty basketball. We've already noted the rebounds. Um, I've got a good feeling about tomorrow. I, I like the uh, the sound of what you're what you're uh, pumping there. Um, First of all, do we get uh, when we think about Texas Tech right now? Most most prominent alumnus, sports alumnus, obviously <laughs> Pat Mahomes. Do we get do we get Kelsey vibes from the Chiefs? I mean, I mean the Cincinnati. I mean, they kicked him off the team, so I don't know if that uh, that was always such a weird situation. I don't you see know that, that thrown out a bunch. Like, hey, if when Cincinnati when they come here for football, I think Kelsey will come here right. for works oh, out. We had that earlier this week. Yeah. Somebody was on here yapping about. Oh, I got it from a good source for. Four people. They've bought a suite. Four people, which means Swift right. would be there too. Hey, man, if you're right, you can text him here on Monday and dunk on us. Get it. Uh, I wouldn't say no. I, I believe no. Absolutely. I'm. I want it to happen. I'm just saying. Like, uh, let's. Uh, you're gonna gonna take more than uh, rando text. I do like the like. Well, they're not playing this weekend, so what would they be doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Uh, I mean, they're not in the Pro Bowl skills competition, so they're freed up, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. That, that, I sure. mean, I, you know, you could you could see that they might have a day off or some something, but you just think that this would be the time to be sort of distraction free. Mm-hmm. Like if for Mahomes, he could go, "Hey, I'm gonna come in for the, you know, the whatever." There's four or five more fairly prominent home games that he could just day trip it down post Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. Anyway, so I don't I don't think that we get you know, and those guys might have a fun side bet or something, but. I don't know that Kelsey's feeling the Cincinnati thing. I just, I, I mean, way- e- even from him, like, uh, and I get we're paying more attention to uh, to Mahomes, right? Uh, I, I mean, for that connection. I just, I don't get the same, like, w- when you look at a guy who, like, even like Brock Purdy with Iowa State, like, like, I mean, there's been several things with him going back to the area and stuff, and, and I mean, it's not like he's running out to the field and waving a cyclone flag or anything like that. But I, I just don't get that same connection with Travis Kelsey in Cincinnati, right? right? right. Um, and, and not every single player has that. But you also mentioned kind of the weirdness of how his career mm-hmm. went about. And 
I don't know. I don't think there's any ill will. I just, I just don't see the, uh, I guess, up in front sort of thing. He's always ready to throw out the Bearcats in any situation. Exactly. Remind you, exactly. remind you where he went. Remind so, you where he attended. So when we look at the opponent themselves, they're big. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they're 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 going to put some big dudes out there. They've got a seven footer, a six eleven, and then a couple other bigger type forwards. And so, or type threes and fours, you know, six eights and stuff like that. Plus, Edger and James' son as a guard. Jizzle. Hall of Fame. Yep, Jizzle. That is an interesting Jizzle nickname. Is a, uh, Which this... I guess was also his dad's nickname okay. when he was young. As, at least yep. that's what I heard during the Kansas uh, game. So. But he, he's more of a guard type. But, yeah, they're big. And so they immediately pose a sort of mismatch aspect of – of of that and mm-hmm. and and you know Wes Miller's their coach, long time, very successful at UNC Greensboro, kind of a young head coach. Uh, uh, so he's been really successful. There's some pieces of their roster that we would love to go. Hey, you know, if they were on our team, we'd be happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- I would imagine that they're going to try to play some heavy bully ball. And I can't remember. It was, I think it was Coach McCaslin that compared it maybe the matchup to being like Villanova in terms of a team that wants to play big and heavy and, and, you know, dump the ball down into the post and let somebody back you down that way. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, this, this may be the game where the game of all games where we don't need a bunch of foul trouble from our big people. And that may be exactly what Cincinnati is seeking. And this is what I think uh, something else advantage wise, because one thing that you've done really well is to that note is also is getting fouled right and getting to the mm-hmm. line and then taking advantage of that. Um, I mean, the the home court you would think is going to lean call wise towards you. We don't ever say this outright, but this is kind of the way it works. Sure. And when you just put in to to context that you are a team that one shoots it outside really well, but something else that you do well is you drive and you find contact. There is going to be a lot of contact. And, and and more than just being a Big 12 game, there's going to be a lot of contact against the Cincinnati team. Yeah. And so I think that's something that can play a huge factor is do what you've done well already this year and, and get them into foul trouble. And we've talked about this too. This team is the best rebounding team in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And Coach McCaslin talked about this last time on his show. In Big 12 games, whatever, whatever we are, seven, eight games in, they have the second best defense or points mm-hmm. against. And so that's who they are. They're going to try to throw stuff up and attack the rim and be big on offensive rebounds, especially after watching our TCU game. Well, don't worry. We will come back around to uh, this conversation and talk plenty of Texas Tech basketball. But up next, it's back in time. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Keep hitting us up on the Ace Florence Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions, predictions for the weekend. We will take them all there, or you can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. Uh, if you call that number, Kyler will tell you the best sliding form into second base if you're playing any sort of uh, pickup game or yeah. City League softball, anything like that. That's a good one. That's He's a good one. valuable lessons learned. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we are live from the First United Bank studio. You can take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by Happy State 
Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Kyler Brown behind the glass taking care of us. We'll have all sorts of high school basketball for you tonight. Friendship Girls at 6 after we're done. Uh, boys following here on Double T 97.3. They're at Odessa High. Lubbock Cooper at Abilene High. Girls at 6. Boys at 7.30. 100.7 the score. 93.1 Texas FM. Liberties in action. Girls at 6.30. Boys at 7.30 at Shallow Water. Guess we're having a, an interesting discussion with what we were watching here in front of us with our very own eyes um, with some free agent talk for next year because one of the most dominant running backs who's been with the same organization for quite some time now and has given them so much. Derrick Henry, who's 30, which for a running back seems like he, you, you've said he's 82 mm-hmm. when you get to those numbers, right? And also a uh, what I would say a very devalued position in today's NFL. He's kind of been the one that has really stood apart, right? I mean, like, it, the, the numbers speak for themselves. Still had a good year this year. Still over 1,000 yards. Still 12 touchdowns. Um, he uh, has the quote. <laughs> as the lights try to turn off. That feels about right. If the lights would have went out, that would have just been a perfect uh, oh. <laughs> way to just go with what's... Clint's nothing's her, working. Right, nothing Clint, is working. Clint's been here all day, and he's been telling me that uh, it's been a rough day. I think the building's haunted. The, yeah, like That's what I'm going it's with. It's been one of those kind of technology... And it's, I love technology. I love technology. Um, <laughs> we used to have that as a drop. Yeah, I gotta work on I that. I love technology. But Derek Henry, the quote, you know, I, I am 30... Um, I want to win a ring, which with his free agent talk would say, Hey, I want to go to a contender. I I've, I'm, I'm curious how dedicated he is. And then also how much he values himself to make a team, a contender in this conversation, right? right? Like, is this a, Hey, I'm going to go play for pennies on the dollar and like, Hey, Christian McCaffrey, you need a backup (laughs) Or, or is it, you know what? I think I could do the role uh, I could be the role in the Jets if Aaron Rodgers is healthy. See, I would think that what, he what knows he's still got enough tread on the tires to not be, not just, hey, I'm going to play one more year and I'm willing to sit on the bench and, you know, r- ride this thing out. I would think that he's mm-hmm. viewing himself as, as still a valuable piece. Uh, you know, to either tandem with somebody. I mean, it's just, it's fun to think about him as, just as you and I sit here as a, as a key guy in the uh, Chiefs backfield. Derrick uh, Henry to the Kansas City Chiefs. He the, and Pacheco. Uh, yeah, all right. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's somebody like that. Be interesting in Dallas Cowboys uniform. But uh, you would also think, like, he, he's been kind of a one-of-one guy, at least in, in how running backs are used today. Mm. That is that old school bruiser. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go sit back there 10 yards, get a full head of steam. We're going to hand it off, and you just do what you do. Massive we, human we'll, being. We'll, yes. we'll try to block for you, but if you get in a one-on-one, even a, like a two-on-one situation with some of the cornerbacks, we like your odds. Like, yeah. you just go be a battering ram. 
and then run away from everybody if, after you've destroyed them. And then if you need to run yeah. away from somebody, do it. I mean, Crush he, them, take their soul, and then stiff arm them, stiff arm them out of the stratosphere, and then just keep running. It's a different style, but he's uh, it's it's you know it's the way you used to talk about young Earl Campbell in terms of you need him to juke somebody, you need him to run somebody over, or you need him to outrun somebody. Mm -hmm. Those first few years of Earl. Again, different body types and all that stuff, but it feels that way. And uh, yeah, I, he'd be fun to see. Uh, you know, Hen Henry would be fun to see with a good team. And I'm sure the, you know, the I don't know who the Ravens, Cowboys, mm -hmm. Chiefs, and that's what he wants. He wants it. He wants a bidding war from. He wants a bidding war among teams that are pretty good. You yeah. know, and the Cowboys need a running back. How much? Does it, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, and even even if oh you, my gosh. If it, if it if it's not the Chiefs, I'm just, and I don't, I'm not sitting here going like, boy, if they're gonna may have any sort of noise next year, they better go out. I just mm -mm. think it'd be fun. It's like Derek and they Henry. may not want to, yeah, yeah. And, they, and again, the offense question comes into it because he's been in an offense tailor made for him. So what does that look like? But like the Cowboys saying that is very, very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And that he, is a very interesting. And and you have Kyler Brown salivating behind the glass right now, and he's gonna have to mop up the fluids back there so he doesn't like burn out the board from all the electronics back there he's so I would, excited i would love it i'd be so on board for Derek Henry. i mean so many people are saying he's quote-unquote washed just because of his age i mean if you look at what he did last year i mean he's still a dominant back i mean i'm not trying to discredit tony pollard but he kind of proved to us last year that he can't be that number one back for us he was so good because Zeke was able to take the bruising in between the A gaps and the B gaps runs, and Pollard was just the outside speed guy. With him being the main back, I just he didn't excel as much people thought he would. Yeah, and and that's an interesting situation because, I mean, just just for fun, let's say, and maybe other Cowboys fans are either loving this or like pulling their hair out thinking mm -hmm. about this. One, what is the contract that he wants? that he wants because i mean you would think with the with the quote of i want a ring he would do something more team friendly that's what i would read into it um the offense part i think plays a part in it but then also uh i don't think you're you're seeing a situation work out where he gets a ring where it's like the same situation he is not, not the feature back but the feature piece of an offense and the Cowboys, he wouldn't be that. And I think you still, I think you, you know, you still work with Pollard, and you still have that as an option. It's just not, hey Pollard, you're the guy in the backfield more. It's more of a a one A one B type situation. I mean, it's a it's situational running back use, right? Um, it's hey, what do we need right now in this situation? And that would be uh, that would be very interesting mm -hmm. if he wound up over in Jerry World. And. Uh... Yeah, and, and you know, and, and something like that might help Pollard be better. All right. You know, not just you know, may have, may be able to shape those dudes, but shape those dudes to their their skill sets. And uh, yeah, and and again, I think what Derrick Henry's wanting is a bidding war amongst those three teams, uh, among others, but but teams that are ready to win now, and mm -hmm. you know, that have the quarterback, and and that maybe he feels like, hey, I'm I can help be the difference in this offense being really good. And uh, you know, Jerry Jones is making noise today about Cowboys being all in in 2024, not not ready for a rebuild. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3 dot com. Back with more next.
the podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday. Hopefully you've got a uh, a great weekend in store. <laughs> the buzzing's back. That's fantastic. See if we can work on that. There's a B in here. That's what it is. Which uh, we're in danger. Hey, there we go. Just had to uh, glare at it. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Kyler Brown. You can hit us up on the H Flooring Center chat line. I was going to say, hopefully you've got a great weekend in store. Mm-hmm. It is a happy Friday. Gus, are you going to tear it up this weekend? You ready to woot woot all over the town? Um, Going to... Going to the tailgate dinner tonight. Okay. This is the baseball mm-hmm. kind of their first pitch of dinner. Tech Stack baseball over at uh, um, Kegels. So looking forward to that. Well, there's a. a you get the uh, meat sweats tonight. Bad night to be a steak. Bad night to be a steak. <laughs> Gus is on the prowl. He's a carnivore tonight. Be a room. Steak predator. There's usually a room full of carnivores over there uh, <laughs> at that one. Well, they probably you don't go there. You know. I'll have a salad. I like the tilapia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where are your chicken strips on the menu, sir? Right. Um, there was the salamar. What uh, wine would you pair with the chicken nuggets? Exactly. Uh, so, I bet they make great ones, though. I mean, yeah, if you're being probably, honest. You're, you're exactly right. Um, yeah, they got that tonight, and then uh, gonna gonna go get get eyes on Red Raider baseball tomorrow. Little little uh, inner squad need need to do that. Got a notebook full of not a notebook, but a couple couple pages full of notes on different new pitchers I've read about, but finally getting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to get all prepped up here because it's about uh, two weeks from this very hour. I'll be we'll be. I might be talking with you from the press box. We'll see. Maybe, hopefully, if get to do it right, I'll do the show via Zoom or via mm-hmm. Comrex or whatever with you. Just go ahead and set it up in our radio booth. Yeah. And then you can take then us on just, a tour of it. for uh, Then burn. I can just sit there and not have to <laughs> not have to like hustle over from hotel room, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, that's two, week, two weeks from today. And so they've got, they've got, uh, uh, couple of week couple of weekends here of uh you know scrimmages and game prep and maybe adding another inning to some of the pitchers and whatnot but uh do that and then uh hoops tomorrow super yeah. excited about that going to that got a little post game dinner with some friends and then may may end up back over at blue light for uh which i haven't been to blue light in nine months and it's going to be twice in four days they're going to be a regular now well th- there's a band called the thieving birds Texas country kind of a deal, and for whatever reason, couple couple of my son included, but a, another guy my age found them, and we we went to Blue Light and mm-hmm. liked it, and so every time they attend, every time they're here, maybe once now, maybe once a year, twice a year tops, uh, we usually get a little crew together and go, and so they're I think they're they're the feature band tomorrow night, so there you go. Uh, yeah, you're cutting a rug. Well, okay. yeah, but there clear the dance some, floor. There are some two steppers, but they're they're, uh, you know, not out of the question. But yeah, the uh, so yeah, I'm gonna get two blue lights in a three day stretch here. But uh, 
you know. Let's start being like a norm situation. Well, yes. if, my, if the one guy that I talk to 15 hours every week would get his band in there, <laughs> I would I would make it a I would make it a significant effort. I would talk it up on this here show for how many days in a row to to rally up the troops. All I've asked is that you not do it on a like, hey, got got our gig Tuesday at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, okay, Clint. So uh, February sixteenth. We need yeah. There are, now since you've jacked around all winter, now you you pull out the baseball schedule when you walk in there, and you go, hey, so we're of a you can you can you can you can be the the front band to the front band to the front band and say, hey, Gus, we're playing Saturday at four thirty p.m. I'm like Clint, I'm there, dude. I'm I'm rallying up the troops because Brooks wants to come see you because we've got your. Your your one hit song, you know the one hit wonder song that we we, we play at the tailgate. I'm just ready. I'm telling you, dude. Let's we'll see what we can that do. That might be my next trip to Blue Light is <laughs> to see your band. Kyler, please save us with your play of the day. <laughs> Circles back around to the wing as Bailey Maupin will come in at the next whistle. Jazzy down the right hand side against Matamala Union lays it in and a chance for three for Jazzy. Lob, free line, back to Maupin, corner three. Yes, ma'am! There you go. Oh, pulled up her dribble to free line, looks around in the corner. Now we'll take it, dribble out on top to Maupin, pump fake, dribble to the baseline, pull up jumper off the front of the rim and no good. Johnson skies in for the rebound, puts it back up and in. Our Lady Raiders, Lady Raiders, <laughs> Lady Raiders were victorious <laughs> over TCU. And, uh, Four out of our five starters were in double digits, led by Jasmine Schaefer's, and she also happened to have five steals. Yep, and they mm-hmm. need to, they need to, I mean, I don't like, it's like, who am I to say need? But, uh, yeah, they, they, they need to get a road win, and, um, you know, as you and I talked about an hour ago, felt like they missed an opportunity at BYU, and uh, love to see them go get this one tomorrow. Love to see the Red Raiders get a sweep. Yeah, this is a, this is a two and seven Cincinnati team um it, it, it's when you had the uh the the new four come in um I mean it stayed pretty true to form of what the expectation was of those four being to the bottom it's 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 been the opposite with the men's team right because I thought for the most part outside of Houston um that you would see you know maybe something from BYU but UCF and Cincinnati I thought they'd be at the bottom with Oklahoma State right. Um, and instead, you've seen all four of them be competitive to, depending on the scale, really good. Um, and, you, of course, you'll get the the men's team on Saturday. On the women's side, it has been that. I, I mean, this is a Cincinnati team that is and 2-7 mm-hmm. in conference play. Um, their wins at home against UCF, 64-63, and then uh, a 58-56 win at home against Oklahoma State, who, although you have a loss against the Cowgirls, they haven't just torn up the Big 12, but at the same time, they have losses to Houston. They did not fare well to a team that you lost to BYU. Mm. Um, they've been really roughed up by everyone else that they've played in the Big 12. Um, and although this is a road game, I mean, you have the big dance out in front of you. I mean, that is the big tournament is a is a real option but it won't be if, if you drop more games like you did against BYU. And this is this is a Saturday that counts into that category. Like, this is just one. And I, I thought the game against TCU was that way. And the game against Houston. Uh, I mean, 
the second game against Houston yeah. at home was one of those. Cincinnati is one that you need to find a way to go take care of business um, and and beat this team to kind of continue with how the tiered hierarchy of the Big 12 has played out so far. Um, I mean, you, just, you just can't go and lay an egg against this uh, Lady Bearcats, is that what they call Just Cincinnati Bearcats? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, that, that's, that's the way I see it, and it has nothing to do with how their roster is set up or anything else. It's just, you know, where where, where they are sort of relative to expectations and, mm-hmm. and uh, hopes and dreams for our team and all of that. When we talk about net rankings, uh, there's uh, one of the things you can't do is be losing to teams that are down in the net rankings. Like it's not like the Cincinnati teams, you know, eight, number 18 in the country, mm-hmm. you know, they're down in the list. And so it's an opportunity to go, uh, you know, to get one up on the, on the, you know, protect at home and steal a couple on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, they, the, the lady Raiders need still need to do a lot of winning to, uh, be an NCAA tournament team, but it really does start with games like this. Yeah, because this isn't the one like, okay, now that you won this one, you're good. No, right. you, no you've no, got no, you no. got a lot of work uh, to do in that department. But I mean, right now, five and four at the halfway mark to start off, also to go six and four in the in the back nine um, is important. But then you also look at like your road games the rest of the way out. This is the most winnable one. Yeah, this and, is the most winnable right. one, and and this is the number ninety-seven team in the country and that ranking. You're, you know, the Lady Raiders are sitting at sixty-one, mm-hmm. so just just can't uh, just 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 what you said. You can't drop it to a team that's that far behind you mm-hmm. on the on the net ranking, and then what to what you're saying, you, you start to look ahead at what's ahead of you. There's not not a ton of. Uh, well, you're still at Baylor. You're still at Texas. Right. You get Kansas State coming back here, who's, I mean, fantastic. So three games, you know, probably don't love your chances in those. So what can you do in between and outside of those? Right. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 1230 start time, 107.7 Yes FM for coverage. More Tech Talk coming up next. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for joining us on a Friday. Hopefully you are in a Friday mindset, Friday mode, ready to go for the weekend. We sure are here. I say that. I am. Are you? Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but stop, dude. Okay. Heck yes. Sure. I was we assuming. already talked about this. Absolutely. Assuming. Okay. Kyler? You ready to just tear it up in the weekend? I'm always ready for the weekend. I'm always, always ready. ready. He didn't. He didn't answer the question though. <laughs> you ready to tear it up this weekend? Always ready for the weekend. That wasn't the question. We're all always ready for the. Gus is very picky. We're wanting to know he the question. Well, I don't know. Accurately. I'm just here adjudicating. You asked, tear it up. With my knee injury, I don't want to talk about. There we go. Anything. Right there. <laughs> there You're gonna sprain right it up. Grandpa uh, in there is gonna. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to poke that bear too much because I, no. I'm going to like Karma. step off the curb out here mm-hmm. and like break an ankle or something, mm-hmm. and I can circle it back to what happened, and it was my own fault. Karma. Yes, it's a real thing. It catches up to everybody. 
We are live from the First United Bank Studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. Keep hitting us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions. If you got any predictions for the weekend, we will take them. Take us anywhere with the mobile app. Brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. And if you uh, tune in, you can see our, our cool signature stag shirts that Gus and I are both wearing today. The clothes sponsor here in the First United Bank studio, and we do appreciate them for making us look as good as they possibly can. They are certainly trying their hardest. I can't say we are trying that hard on the other end. All right, Ooh. Big 12 basketball. Let's go through the slate, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with the one o'clock tip, or one of the one o'clock tips, and this is Texas at 25th ranked TCU. Um, and if you are TCU, you are looking to roll your success this week into another home win against a three and five Texas team that still clearly has venom there and, and is not a, a rollover. And I mean, just wake up and go to the gym, go to Schulmeyer arena, and then we'll make them three and six. Just keep it right here. Um, and I'm still waiting for that Texas team that I think they can right. be not wanting it, but just waiting for them to, to kind of wake up and snap out of it. Feels like they're too talented right. uh to be a, a negative record type team in the conference. It feels like they're a uh if if they're not gonna be a middling team, this is a great opportunity to uh to to convince us of that. Mm-hmm. Cause on the other side, like none of us walked away from TCU going, that's an unbeatable horn frogs team. Right? No. And I mean, three other teams have got them, so there's part of your proof. But at the same time, now they're right on that line of the top of the Big 12. And until they get knocked off that perch, well, I mean, it's hard to say just a bunch of negative things about them, right? Um, And that's a team that can hang with anybody in the Big 12. But much like I've been waiting to see that Texas show up, I've been waiting to see maybe a, a middle of the pack Big Twelve type field TCU team to show up. And to their credit, to Jamie Dixon's credit, which I don't like to do, they haven't done that. And uh, I mean, if they get out of the the first nine games six and three, I didn't have them there at all. Um, and j- they'll continue to rise up the rankings, and then you'll start playing the seed game with them. Like, oh man! Now here's again the the other part of this conversation. The nice thing individually with you and how they pair up you get them back here on a return trip and i'm very much mm, looking mm-hmm. forward to that contest absolutely um but i mean weeks from now again yeah. it's, in, until they rattle off and stockpile a couple of losses it's hard to say just a bunch of negative things about them because they've won games right yeah i i uh that that's that's intriguing there there should be some uh, heat in the room you know heat in the arena there I mean, TCU, big week for them with us coming to town. And then the Longhorns, probably a good week for ticket sales for them. But, uh, yeah, that that's – to me, that one, the Kansas game, and then the Iowa State at Baylor are the three sort of headliner games around the league. Houston is interesting because I think this is just the second time uh, since Bill Self has been there that the team coming in is a favorite. Because right now Houston's mm. a one and a half, and I think this was two and a half points. In, is that right? And Houston is a point and a half favorite coming into Kansas. But I, I mean, I, we can say all these things about Fog Allen and stuff. I, I don't think that that's crazy. 
with what you've seen. Now, if Houston is going to be beat, I mean, and, and you're doing that loss counter, you would think that this would be one of the, the best opportunities, mm-hmm. if you want to label it that way. Um, I mean, on the other side, if you're playing the uh, this in Bill Self's career and all these numbers that we like to do, he's got a pretty good track record against ranked teams coming into to Fog Allen. But with what you said, like this Kansas team feels different with their depth issues because they're in the they're in this like the the zone of and Kevin McCuller didn't play by the way earlier in the week with a bone bruise in his knee so what's his health like right. or was that a situation because this wouldn't be the first time like Slowed. hey we've, we've got a giant coming around the corner right. we feel like we can take care of business here let's sit out this guy and and help him get a little healthier um, or is it like this is a, this is going to be an ongoing issue? Because the other side too, if like a Hunter Dickinson or, or or a top scorer like that, like a Kevin McCuller gets in foul trouble, boy, they just they don't have a lot of things to bank on right now. And and that, you know, McCuller is interesting because when when I was up there in Lawrence two weeks ago, I guess or what twelve days ago, now you saw Cincinnati in person Cincinnati, already. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. The the them being big is legit. Um, McCuller, I thought was a little gimpy, and he was. And one of the first things Self says, I was in the car driving home, listening to the post game show. Self talked about Kevin's not himself. He's got a bruise. Now mm-hmm. they may be protecting him. It may not. You know, who knows if it's a bruise, uh, as opposed to meniscus or tendonitis mm-hmm. or whatever. But and and you could totally see where Coach Self would say something like bruise to protect his guy because mm-hmm. one thing Kevin McCuller is doing this year on the strength of the way he's played this year is he's climbing the mock drafts. Like he's, he's climbed his yeah. way up into the, the low twenties, you know, I think the last one I saw was 22. And so, uh, you know, you, you can see where they don't want to throw it out there that, and, and he, he, I'm not act like they're covering up some torn ACL or whatever, but, <laughs> I think, you know, they're wanting to protect his health yeah. and, and that's the right thing to do with high-end prospects. The other guy that's – we'll talk about them more, but Furphy's mocking into the first round. That has been uh, a surprise because yeah. he's – that's a freshman that's worked his way into the starting lineup and with the depth side of it, it knocked El Marco Jackson out and Furphy's been hitting threes, right. which they haven't and had – they a haven't had a – Six, seven, six, eight dude hitting threes. And down under. And I was told when I was up there, and you would know this, if he's the uh, age of a high school senior. Yeah, he came, right. he came yeah, early. That was kind of a weird. So why wouldn't an NBA team go, you know what, we'll take that and sort of project what that's going to mm-hmm. look like in a couple of years. But, um, I, you know, that, that uh, I don't know, it, it sets up to be an interesting weekend around the league. The other two games, BYU at West Virginia. West Virginia got one of their best players back who's been out Jesse Edwards yes and, and and he and he tore it up against Cincinnati Cincinnati may have lost a player in their game the other night against West Virginia so we'll see about that and then the other game OU at UCF UCF's been tough in Orlando and you know Oklahoma gets a, a very nice win in Manhattan earlier the week early in the week and the loser of that game was going to be on a three-game losing skid and it's instead the cats they get to go to Oklahoma State, so you would think that they'll find a reset there. But I'll tell you what, though, they were to drop that game in Stillwater, eyebrows would start raising for tournament hopes. For tournament hopes for them. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. 
This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome into Tech Talk. You've got us on uh, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Kyler Brown, back behind the glass. 30 more minutes with us. Hopefully you got a great weekend in store. Happy Friday to you. Thanks for making us a part of your Friday afternoon and evening. That uh, Get put it. out from Texas Tech football today. Uh, yeah, that was a tweet. A tweet. And that was... Uh, Grant Gilbert? Yeah, Grant Gilbert. The, the video associated with that. So go to the Texas Tech football Twitter feed or whatever, and it was... Uh, the band set up on the north end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't uh, they do the south version? Yeah, Coach Coach yeah. McGuire down there. Uh, you know, got, I got a picture in the thing, but then it's a video of him, and you hear the hear the voiceovers of Musburger and some of the some of the clips from Jensen and stuff. So pretty cool tweet, couple minutes long. Cool song about Hub City breakdown. So yeah, that's uh, good good stuff there. Cool stuff on a Friday. Love it. Well. You- you don't want to uh, – clearly you're not bypassing the end of what you have in store for Red Raider basketball. Um, certainly, certainly not skipping <laughs> over uh, Red Raider baseball. Just about, oh, you know, no. just about ready to start their season. Yeah. But, uh, man, I, I, know, I know we knew the opponents uh, for who you would be playing. Of course, earlier this week you have the schedule release. But now that you have the dates – yeah. in place um you have a, a schedule that again i don't think anybody in the big 12 because we just don't know what it's going to look like this year can have the legitimate like oh well they got the 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 powder puff schedule <laughs> Man, they got it so easy this year when when i don't think that conversation um is a valid one coming into the big 12 this year because we we may have who we think are the favorites that doesn't mean they're going to be the favorites once you start playing games. Right. Right. Um, there's just so much unknown, and that's why the Big 12 feels so even uh, in football coming up. But all that mixed together, I do think you have a lot of winnable ball games right now, as it stands right now. Like it, And part of that is the expectations of you improving. Um, part of that is adding some of the weapons that you have added coming into this year. Uh, hopefully taking more steps with the offensive line, you know, all of the the hopes, hopes, hopes. And I get, don't get me wrong, we, we brought this up. Uh, whenever you announce the schedule and a couple of ones, the first thing we saw was uh, I'm guarding my heart pretty much. I like, and then saw the other side too of we're going 12-0, and 0, you right. know. And uh, I just, man, I, I am so pumped for that yeah, for this too. season. And it's so far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right there. I mean, I, when the schedule came out, I think the the first couple things. I mean, my eyeballs went to that because I was curious about Thanksgiving weekend because we felt like we knew. Kazaza, he nailed it. Yeah, we knew we were headed for a a a, a with the Aggies coming here on Black Friday, mm-hmm. like they're not doing that and not having a football game association associated with it. And sure enough, it was. West Virginia coming here on that Saturday. So pretty cool sports weekend on a Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, uh, but I think, um, you know, the other thing that jumps out is for a team that started slow, and I think Coach McGuire s- talked about this in, in, in uh, media availability. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but talked about the fact that they've got an opportunity to 
get out of the gate a little bit quicker with so many home games on the front end. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe some slow starts in his first two years here and some some faster finishes to get bowl eligible this year. There's four home games in the month of September. Well, actually, one in the the very last day of August and then three in the month of September. So I think four of the first five. Uh, This is a year where five of the nine Big 12 games are at home. Um, two open dates, the the a, a really interesting matchup, I think, and and one you and I've talked about. I mean, it, it it was really interesting after watching them kick Oklahoma's rear end and look really good doing it. Like, man, that Arizona thing looks pretty good. And then their skipper left for uh, uh, Washington. It, it went from like dangerous, up and coming. Right? Uh, are, are they gonna? You know, will will they make? some major noise immediately in the big 12 to how stable are they going to be right now? Like right. structure questions over there in the football program, you know, the, and they could still, don't get me wrong. They're still talented and they retain some, they could still tear it up in the big 12. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm not saying they can't, I just, you have more questions um, around that program, certainly than what you did before fish left for Washington and fish, by the way, today interviewing two Patriots assistants, Think about his coaching tree. He's from the Belichick or of the Belichick coaching tree, mm-hmm. and uh, you know was an assistant there in two of the interviews today. One of them is, I think, Steve Belichick. It's the son who, who uh, called Captain, the defensive plays. The uh, long what, 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 kid, I, what uh, I think of him is that slow motion uh, play. I, I couldn't even tell you who it's against. It just stuck with me. And he's he's down there, right? He's got his hands on his knees on the sideline. He's looking at the play, and he is. Just lick at physically licking his chops during a play, incredibly awkwardly. Like he is the bad guy, the power hitter uh, in the rookie of the year. Just like golly, what are you doing, you well, psychopath? Pretty good, uh, pretty good, pretty good group to be interviewing yeah. from. They're not interviewing from the Podunk State leftovers. They're going to CS Lesterton rival. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. so. Uh, but that, yeah, so that was going on today. But that that Arizona road trip, uh, you know, that that's an interesting, uh, you know, that that'll be an interesting one. That'll that'll and 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 I'm not even skipping over Pullman. I'm talking about that as a first Big I, so, Twelve road trip. Yeah. Uh, if if you were stung, we as we all were stung by uh, Laramie and Wyoming last year. Of course, that was the season opener. Then uh, you know Pullman in week two probably have some elements of that so and and people might you know want to you know burn me at the stake for saying this i feel because i've seen some nerves stemming directly from what happened (laughs) in laramie transferred over to washington state one i love that you have a tune-up game this time you have a tune-up game against the wildcat or against acu um, before you go to pullman the other side they lost so much, and I don't think replenished it very well. Um, I felt like, and maybe I can say this now because of what happened, but no one was saying that Wyoming game was a gimme, right? Now, did you blank the bed up there? Yes. I was more nervous about that game than I am the one in Pullman this year. I I I've, I think you will see a and if, you know what if I'm if I'm Coach McGuire and I would absolutely think he would do this and if I'm any of those returning players you're directly going back to when it gets right. to that week don't forget what happened right in Laramie where you forgot to show up for three quarters like 
where you got off to this great start and then just forgot how to play football. Like, I, and that wasn't even I, a start slow, finish fast deal. No. That was the opposite. Like, came out lit. Looked and like then, you're going to blow womp, them womp. up by 45 points. And then had to have some heroics to go tie the thing and get it to overtime. You know, like, they, they made some plays at the end. But, yeah, just this <laughs> weird kind of lull thing. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think that there's something there for Baron Morton and the leaders of this program to draw from from that game and maybe that game will serve a grander purpose for us and that is that is a team as it stands right now if you want to have the season that you think you can have in the big 12 that's the team you got to go beat like that's the team you don't got to go put it on them by 45 but that is a washington state team you should go beat because if you go lose up there then suddenly you're going to have the same exact questions you did last year it is uh tech talk on double t 97.3 This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.